Joseph Mendoz, a cello expert for virtualsheetmusic.com, uh, with another teaching video. Um, I hope all of you enjoyed uh, my last two videos. I really appreciate all of the comments. Um, everyone is asking uh, some wonderful questions. Um, and uh, I hope my answers are helping. Uh, anyway, um, so many of you have asked now for a video on vibrato, so I'm, I'm going to try my best to do one. This is a very difficult topic, as, as most of you know, um, uh, there's a lot of competing theories and, and different things. And So what I'd basically like to talk about is uh, some of the fundamentals behind vibrato, because I think mastering these fundamentals is incredibly important uh, before you really uh, can start to attempt vibrato and start to understand what it means to actually play with vibrato. Um, the first fundamental uh, has to do with how we get the string down in the first place. Uh, getting the string down, um, it, it needs to be something that is very efficient um, and very balanced. Um, first of all, the string needs to be all the way down. Uh, that's uh, bottom line um, in order for vibrato uh, to really work. If it's not all the way down, uh, we end up um, uh, kind of distorting the pitch. We, you know, kind of slide on top of the note and this is not really, in, at least in my opinion, uh, musically desirable. Um, uh, however, if we press too hard, uh, if we're pressing especially and if we're squeezing with the thumb, we're pressing really hard, then when we try to vibrate we get a very pinched sound and, and the, the vibrato doesn't have um, a kind of a natural feel to it. Uh, so what I just mentioned about the thumb, we'll talk about that. The, the thumb really needs to be free. And I remember when I learned vibrato, I actually taught it to myself. I was very impatient. Um, I remember I was in, uh, I want to say sixth grade or seventh grade or, or something like that. I, I must have been, I don't know, 11 um, or 10. 11, must have been 11, yeah. And I saw the principal cello in my school orchestra using vibrato. and. Um, I'm sure it wasn't very good, but, but I, I so desperately wanted to do it, so I emulated him. Um, and, but I couldn't figure out how to do it, so what I did was, is I, I remember I just took my thumb off completely like this. I don't know how I figured that out, but I just took my thumb off completely, and I, and I thought, oh, without the thumb, I can kind of move around a lot. And so I, I learned how to vibrate that way. Uh, it wasn't a very efficient vibrato, it wasn't a very good sounding vibrato, um, uh, but it was a vibrato, it was, it was something that was working. Um, uh, and uh, I didn't realize, I guess, how, how close I had gotten it, uh, because my vibrato, uh, once I switched uh, teachers um, uh, to the, the, the man I consider to be my uh, number one mentor, uh, he really taught me a um, uh, really good way to vibrate, and it wasn't that far off of what I already was doing. Uh, I was squeezing with my thumb a little bit, and there were a few other little tweaks that needed to be made, but... Um, but that's, I think, the biggest thing, that if you're, a, if you're a beginner or intermediate and you are struggling with vibrato, the first thing that you can do is just getting that thumb out of the equation. Um, that can help uh, quite a bit. And then, of course, you can reintroduce the thumb and get it to the point where you can put it, you know, behind the neck without, you know, really clutching the cello and just kind of let it rest there. Um, so the other thing is, is getting the string down. Now, uh, there's... Uh, a lot of ways, a lot of different strategies to get the string down, and, and um, uh, I'll tell you what mine is. Um, I think that the fingers should be curved. I'm a curved fingers guy. I think you should play closer to the tips of the fingers, generally speaking. A little bit more on the tips when you're playing fast, but when you're playing slow even then, um, uh, your fingers shouldn't be too flat like this and too much 
kind of on this lower part of the of the of the finger. You should be generally a little bit more on the tip, um, and these fingers this way should never buckle. I think that a good vibrato uh, means that all the joints are able to move. They won't all necessarily move, but they will be able to move, um, and especially this first knuckle needs to be able to uh, flex slightly in the vibrato motion, and you'll see that if I play it You'll see if I kind of slow down the motion, you can kind of see, at least I hope you can see, that, that this first joint is actually flexing quite a bit. And it's that, it's that way for all of my fingers when I'm vibrating. Um, so that's really important as well. So curved fingers and uh, no uh, pressure from the thumb. The next thing I want to talk about is this idea of balance that I kind of alluded to in the beginning. And I'm sorry for jumping around here, but this is kind of how my brain works. Um, uh, this issue of balance, uh, what balance has to do with in the left hand is it has to do with uh, maintaining the proper ratio between strength and flexibility. This is a, a, um, a, a basic core concept, I think not just in cello playing, but in string playing. Um, that it has to do with the bow. Um, and your bow hold needs to be this way. It needs to be, uh, um, again, in the, the proper balance between flexibility and strength. Too much strength, and then it limits flexibility. Too much flexibility, and uh, it limits strength. Uh, and flexibility and strength are two things that you need in both the left hand and the, and the bow. Um, so this balance is very important. This, this balance is, is, if it's out of whack, then it's going to affect your vibrato. As I said earlier, if you're too flexible and there's not enough strength, uh, then probably the string is not getting all the way down, and you're going to maybe get this kind of very wobbly vibrato where the finger's sliding around all over the, the top of the string again, which is, I think, in my opinion, not musically desirable. In the other direction, if you're squeezing too much, there's too much strength, that limits your flexibility. That means that... That means that the vibrato itself will feel tight and kind of constrained. What we want is we want to be able to stay on the pitch and to vibrate as wide as possible, but without uh, uh, causing any problems with the pitch. So that's when we know we're in the proper balance between strength and flexibility, uh, which I think is probably something like this. Where you can clearly tell what the pitch is, but the vibrato is as wide as it possibly can be. Uh, I think most of the great cellists uh, had this mastered uh, uh, very well. Um, and while we have lots of varieties of different sounds um, and different approaches, um, they, all, they all have basically have this in common, um, that uh, the, uh, the vibrato always found this balance. Or if it didn't find the balance, uh, then it was uh, either restricted or uh, in, in terms of strength or it was made too flexible because of an artistic desire to do so. Uh, that they wanted the vibrato to sound either kind of tight and constrained, which I sometimes do, or they want the vibrato to sound uh, uh, kind of over-vibrated, uh, which in some pieces is actually called for. Um, but I don't think either of those things should be a basic part of your sound. Um, so, uh, let's see, I've covered the strength, flexibility, and balance. Um, oh, th this other thing. So the angling of the finger. Um, now, when you're playing uh, uh, a piece that is uh, a little bit fast, um, what, you, uh, what you need to do 
is you need to be able to stay uh, very much on top of uh, all the notes that you need to play. So your fingers need to be kind of hovering. So if I'm going to play a really fast scale. You can see my fingers are staying right above where they need to be. However, when I vibrate, I'm going to change that, that position. change of balance between uh, one finger to the next to, to ensure that the vibrato is able to go from note to note. Um, so this is very important as well. So as you can see, there's, there's, there's so many facets uh, to being able to vibrate um, not only well on one note, uh, but uh, well on all the notes, um, uh, all the notes, listen to me, all the fingers. Um, and also all the notes as well, because ideally we should be able to vibrate with the same uh, fullness and, and with the same uh, perfect uh, ratio between strength and flexibility on all of the notes. Uh, I think this is really, really critical when it comes to vibrato. Um, so let me think if there's anything else here. I think I think I covered everything I wanted to cover about vibrato. Uh, I know there's a lot of specific questions like some of you, I, I know some of you in thumb position probably have some difficulty vibrating, especially your first finger. Um, and uh, that would be something that would be perfect to leave in the comment section. I can address very specific uh, comments to that. But let, let me just review then uh, what we've covered um, as far as fundamental things in terms of getting the string down, that thumb cannot be a part of it. If the thumb is squeezing up in order to get the string down, it's going to seriously limit your vibrato because of what I spoke about that ratio, um, that ratio of strength to flexibility. Um, it'll be totally out of whack. It'll be too strong. However, on the other end of it, if you're too flexible, you won't stay on the pitch. Uh, so you need to find that balance, and that's really the key here uh, for vibrato. Um, uh, and there was something else I forgot to do too as well at the beginning. There's an exercise I do with my, my be beginner students because I, I do teach vibrato pretty early. Um, and uh, one of the things that I do is I have them just play a second finger really anywhere. I, I think the most comfortable place to learn vibrato is actually just somewhere down here in, in either third or fourth or even fifth position uh, is pretty comfortable. And I generally use the second finger because second finger for most people is, is uh, the strongest finger. Um, so I take the second, I, I have them put the second finger down and then I stand off to the side over here and I shake their finger like that while they're playing with the bow. And this is very, very helpful exercise to get them to really feel this ratio of strength and flexibility. And if their thumb is squeezing a lot, I have them hold their thumb out here. And I tell them that what their job is is to make sure that as I'm shaking wildly like this, that the, the finger is uh, not moving. It's not sliding around like that, but it's staying stationary in the same place. This teaches them the appropriate strength that they need to actually keep the string down and to keep it in the same spot, but also the appropriate flexibility that's needed to actually play with vibrato. Um, so I, I hope all this was helpful. Um, I know I jumped around a little bit in this video, but uh, um, again, vibrato is such a complicated topic. Um, it's uh, sometimes necessary to approach it from uh, some, some different angles. Uh, so please uh, feel free uh, to leave your comments um, in the comments section. Um, and uh, thank you so much for viewing this video. 
And uh, again, I can't wait to hear all of your comments. I, I, I hope that we have a nice heated discussion. I know vibrato is a kind of a contentious subject, and please, if there's something that I forgot to cover, um, then uh, 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 please ask, and maybe I can even do it in a whole separate video, or I can address it in, uh, the, in the comments section. But either way, please um, keep those comments coming, and uh, I, I look forward to hearing uh, what all of you have to say. Uh, thanks again. This has uh, been uh, Joseph Mendos uh, with virtualsheetmusic.com, and I'll see you again soon. Thank mm -hmm. you.